That still says unstable, doesn't it? It does indeed. It does, but... Hmm. Guys, how, how is this stream coming into you? Hit us up in the chat. All of our zero viewers. All of our zero, all of our zero viewers. Hit us up in the chat. Let us know. <laughs> week we did yeah we did um we did it we introduced the show we were like hey welcome uh but we didn't say who we were oh <laughs> we did we're so well known and lovable we're so well known they have to know who we are so like once again welcome to the anime podcast the unnamed wow, anime podcast i fucked that one up jesus christ welcome to the unnamed anime podcast i'm mitch I'm broken. <laughs> I'm Jesse. We'll fix that in post. God, if only I had a script. But you, I gave you the script two weeks ago. Why weren't you preparing? I never received the script. I put it at your door. Put it right outside your trailer. You told me not to disturb you when you're in your trailer. Y'all getting trailers? Well, See, now, now he's going to want a trailer. Uh, you're this... So now he gets your trailer. Because <laughs> I'm not giving up my trailer, and I won't come out till I get another trailer that's better. I have to have my trailer. It's where all of my uh, editing equipment and booth is. You signed the contract. You don't get a trailer. Fine. Like, you're lucky we're paying you. Wait, you're paying me? You'll see it. <laughs> You'll see it. Eventually, we'll come in. Uh. But yeah, <laughs> welcome back to the Unnamed Anime Podcast. Um, where we talk about anime and shit, and do whatever that was. Emphasis on and shit. And a big <laughs> emphasis on and shit, especially probably tonight. I don't know. Uh, this podcast usually runs for an hour and a half or an hour if we can remember to stop talking. Uh, hit us up in the chat. We'll listen to you, talk to you, maybe. But to begin with, I want to say we now officially have a Twitter. Ooh, twatter. I made us a tweet. He, Do the thing. He twatted. I haven't twatted on it yet. <laughs> we're, we're actually going to do the first twat here on the podcast. I'm so erect. Like we got we got a twatter. We're um because of reasons, um unnamed anime pod or also you unnamed anime podcast was too long. UA pod was taken. UA podcast was taken. Uh, so we are the unnamed anime. At the unnamed anime on Twitter. Um, We're now producing our own anime. <laughs> that, we could. We could become the next 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 Netflix. I'm just down to be we are next actor. <laughs> That's what be every protagonist. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> it's going to be just super annoying voiced. It's going to be a mix of like... Deku, a mix of uh, fucking uh, Luffy. <laughs> no, not not necessarily Luffy. It's gonna be like one of those freaking uh, One Piece characters. It'd definitely be like Brooke or like Frankie. Okay. And then mix in um, Asta, Asta like a huge dose of Asta from Black Clover. Oh God. If we're doing this, if you are going to be our voice actor, I'm going to need, we're going to need to do a test real quick. Just a sc quick screen test. Gotcha. Formalities say it's formalities. Just gotcha. so no one says it wasn't unfair. <laughs> I'm the best, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so I don't want any um, tests. I'm I insulted think, that you think that it, I, I think would care. You, you haven't. We, we were discussing this earlier. You haven't seen the Fate series. No, I've not. Uh, which is fine. 
Uh, that's a beast of its own thing. But I, I have a quote that I would like you to... Uh, <laughs> which one do you think it's going to be? I know which one it's going to be. <laughs> okay, would you like to tell him what quote you want us to him to say? <laughs> you got it? Oh. I think I'm worried, but I'm not. Go ahead, Broken. I'll, I'll literally laugh too hard. <laughs> It's, okay. the, it's the famous memeable. Yeah, it's it's the, it's yeah. the most famous. Uh, I will type it. It kills people. <laughs> uh, I will type it on here. We will uh, toss up a meme, probably, to show you what's up. Uh, and I just want um, Jesse to read this for me. Okay. Uh, it, it's from a, your computer? It's a, read it from my computer. I'm not going to tell you. I just want you uh, to read it. Uh, read it how you feel like you should in this particular scene. Uh, just give it what you got, and we'll see what you got. So what I'm getting from this character <laughs> is that he's meaning what he's saying. Absolutely. <laughs> take, take, what, take what you want from this. Uh, the director will kind of come back and give you any notes he feels. But um, you, you're, you're the voice actor. You're the actor. Give us what you want. Give us what you think you need to give us. With no other context to the story, I just... I need to think what this character is. I don't even know what the fate's about. I just need to know what he is saying in this statement. Is he a nice guy? Is he friendly? Is he happy? Is he sad? What, what I need he, character notes. Because um, I'm not I'm not the writer here. What What, what do you think he looks like in uh, that? He looks like he's a Pokemon trainer. That's what I'm looking <laughs> at. He looks like he, That's what I'm looking at it's, right now. Archer, not, I choose you. <laughs> Go, Saber Face! Go, Saber! Go, Saber! Go, Saber! Saber, use Kawaii! <laughs> Saber used, we used to be a porn uh, visual novel. Uh, porn. Erotic. <laughs> porn. Erotic. Um, he's, uh, he's angry. He's, 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 he's had enough. He's had to deal, he's been thrown to shit that he doesn't even fucking know. He has to deal with a bunch of people. And now some assholes going around and fucking shit up. Being dick, killing people, doing all of that. And you want to know what else? This boy, you his dream growing up, he wants to be a hero of justice. See, I'm gonna take that note, and then I'm also gonna use, you know, context clues. This guy is wearing a deep V-neck right now, so he's a clear pussy. It it, it was. <laughs> so he probably said, "People die to account." Oh God. Can we do one more read on that? <clears throat> yeah. I thought that was perfection. Who's he talking to? Um, that's hard to answer without spoilers. Um, let's just go, he's talking to himself. <laughs> I love that. People die if they are killed? A little closer little, than the first little, time. A little, little less than the question, more of a statement. More desperation. Desperation. Oh, this man's really feeling himself with this goddamn... Okay. I hate this bit. I hate this bit. <laughs> they, um, people die if they're killed. I gotta go. I think. I think. I gotta go. <laughs> I think. I think that's pretty close. Um, hey, uh, we'll call you. <laughs> no, I'll be back Monday. I'll be in. You'll with be my trailer ready. I'll be in. Your, tra your trailer will be ready. The show doesn't happen without me. Oh, no, well, I pretended I was going to leave. This is my house. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I mean, you could have just left the room. <laughs> yeah. You could have left for a good long while. We, I was going, we were going to tweet something. Uh, so I actually, so we're, our first tweet is going to be a meme. First tweet is going to be a meme. 
Went it seemed like you wanted a response to that. I didn't quite know. Uh, how well, to... okay, I'm going to show you guys. Going to show you guys a meme. I think. I think this will be resonating with you. <laughs> That's all I've been feeling for the first ten minutes of this podcast. And that is now uh, the tweet. Welcome to the first ten minutes of this podcast. <laughs> so while Brogan's tweeting that, um, I I unfortunately was a bad little weeb this week. I got very busy with real-life adult shit and was not able to watch this week's episodes of all my normal animes. Uh, so I'm going to be mostly a uh, observer as these two talk about this week's episodes, and maybe I'll jump in if there's some older stuff that we talk about, maybe some contextual things that we talk about. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, lots of... I... Yeah, fuck me. Um, I think he said the N-word again. What did I say last time? This is an anti-racist podcast. People who can read lips, uh, let us know in the comments. <laughs> Please, let can us know in the comments. Can you spot the N-word? <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, no. No. This Welcome to Brogan's Uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm not the racist one here. They're upstairs. Oh. We don't need more context for that. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm I'm sorry that you didn't get to watch any from this week. Uh, and I'm if you're okay with spoilers. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'll, um, I'm still. I'm only one week behind, so it's not gonna be anything like super major unless they like drop bombs this week. But even if they did, I'm just gonna go watch it tonight, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Darcy O'Toole thirteen in the chat says, "Did he just say the N word?" Jesus <laughs> Christ! Uh, Thank you, viewer. Uh, we appreciate the one viewer. He did yes. not. He did not. Yes, he, he did. Mm, Thank you for reading his. I'm sorry if I spit on you a little. Please call nine one one. He's uh, committing hate crimes. <laughs> there have been no crimes committed. Yet. Why do you think we're on separate ends? Because I, he said I couldn't sit there. I have to be there to stop him in case his rage just gets out of control. I'm so angry! Yeah, I couldn't touch the couch. That's why People die when they are killed! <laughs> um, People die when they are okay. killed! So, man, I kind of told Jesse this a little bit, but I've been started doing a new thing. I've kind of done it off and on, but I'm doing a little more focused. Mm -hmm. Where I take notes for a lot of shit. My notepad is getting, like, not just, like, watching anime or, like, shit. Just, like... Everyday things I notice in life, I take a note. Just because, you know what? I might be able to float this into like a stand-up bit eventually. His virginity has ascended. My virginity has <laughs> been locked down, <laughs> stuck in place, and it will for another 25 years. <laughs> I am 182. Um, I don't know where I got that number. That was just a bold number I picked out. Are you okay? You want, to, you want to take over the talking for a second? Because a lot of thoughts are going on Do you on need right to now. go in the cry room? <laughs> Technically, how this is set up, uh, this looks more like a cry room. Yeah, this is like set up. This is like, the cry room. Oh, the, cry, the cry room's outside. That's, you're not coming back. Like, 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 <laughs> the world is your cry room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not around us. This, this is the non-cry room. Oh. Um, but so I have notes from when we were watching the anime. Okay. So if you want, we can discuss these notes, or uh, I have something, like some other shit that I kind of want to talk about. Well, go ahead and do that. Or, Maybe we can okay. circle around to it. So, um, and these will be fun for you, because uh, 
these notes are all context. Um, so my first thing on here, we first watched Jujutsu Kaisen last night. Uh, viewers, if you didn't know, Jess and I live together. We tend to watch anime together a lot, or sometimes. We usually watch the Friday shows all together. Um, uh, so Jujutsu Kaisen was the first thing watched. Uh, so I got, what came first, the body or the soul? I'm assuming this is something I wouldn't know the answer to. I mean, what came first, the chicken or the egg? I mean, it's it's just the same question, just like... I guess it depends on the religion. I got love versus indifference. Well, if you're married, you know the answer to that. Uh, oh, snap! Which I, so that was something they kind of talked a little bit in this episode. <laughs> um, and I really love that, because one of my... Favorite, not one of my favorite comic book writers, but a comic book writer that I used to follow and didn't actually like very much had a uh, thing where he would say he would much rather have a angry reader who hates what he's writing than having a reader who is just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, indifferent, obviously, but uh, who is... Uh, no emotions are inspired. No emotions, lazy about it. Like they're they're not feeling anything. They're not mad. They're not loving it. They're not crying. Apathy. Apathy. He'd rather have a angry reader than an apathetic reader. That is the word I was looking for. To quote wow. uh, Knights of the Old Republic, don't know if it was one or two, but uh, apathy is death. Yeah, I've been dead inside for a long fucking time. Sorry, I try to sprinkle a little. Other nerd things on there, like hey. a little other truth. Yeah, we um, tune in for uh, next week for our next podcast, unnamed Star Wars podcast. Has anyone ever told you the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Isn't that a story the Jedi would tell? They gave my nigga Mace Windu the purple lightsaber, <laughs> and it was racist. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the story right. He asked for that. Allegedly. He, he asked He asked for it. He was given a choice between no lightsaber and a purple one. <laughs> yeah. So he asked for Please the purple one. Please give me the purple one. <laughs> uh, but, okay, so next note. Christmas cookie. Yum. Yay. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> for context, all of us have been drinking. I haven't been drinking nearly as much, apparently. Did that spill, or is it just a... There wasn't much left Okay. There, a little bit, but... <laughs> Christmas um, the we got margaritas made that were uh, mostly tequila. Yeah, so you're welcome. My pants are not disinfected. Yeah. Um. So if, if it's about the last five seconds of the episode, I would like to talk about that. If this is actually about nearing those last last five minutes of the episode, which this next note is a uh, the this fucking shitty teacher. He deserved it. Do an actual good job and pay attention to a student in need. Uh, and then it's got this. It also has sub notes on this note because I was so pissed off and feeling so much shit about this. Self isolation and losing your mind. What a what a good quote uh, for this episode during the pandemic. Because uh, I have a couple of buddies that have been. Oh, losing did they manage to seal them? No, no. This is. This is something you're just watching, man. Well, what, watch it. Why, I want to watch, watch it. it. I'm sorry. Watch it, watch it right now. We'll wait. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you my favorite part of that fucking episode. The last literal ten seconds. So a couple minutes before, he's 
literally in the middle of the fight, the dude with the goggles, um, literally was just sitting there like, I started work at 10 a.m. today. It's about 4.30. I get, or it was like it's about 4.50, you know. I only have about 10 more minutes on the clock. And then the fight, the fight progresses and whatever, and the, the episode ends with him saying, you know, without too many spoilers, the, the fucking uh, curse thinks he has the upper hand. And this dude with the little cleaver and the goggles was like, puts his cleaver away, takes off his tie, wraps it around his hand, and says, looks like I'm going to overtime. <laughs> and he just went super saying on these hoes, and then it ended the episode. My nigga wrapped his hand and said, I'm about to box with you. Wrapped his hand with a tie. Overtime. I don't get paid for this. He about to get this time and a half ass whooping. He did do that, and it was fucking dope. I had to sit there and disbelieve. I also want to address, Jesse, we started to talk about it, but I don't know what those glasses, that's goggles, are. So, my theory is, when you get to that level of, um, oh, like, what they specifically are. Yeah, because. Oh, those are like tanning goggles, almost. (laughs) Because there's no, like, there's no, like, elastic or, like, arms to hold it over the ears and face. It's just, like, a monocle. Just, like. Scrunched up and he's holding well, them in with his own jujitsu or they, something. They look like like swimming goggles minus the thing that they're on their head. Because like there's this thing like you see the circle around the goggles on his eyes. But like I don't know. That's another point that like I thought was always like I don't know if that's like the determine like how strong a sorcerer is or like how strong someone's domain is. But like the the principal of their school, uh, Goro Sensei, and this dude all have to wear something over their eyes. Because I'm assuming once it's released, it's kind of like, this is to hold back my power. Otherwise, Nick, you're about to enter my domain. It's like Cyclops from X-Men. Yes. A little bit, yeah. Or it's yeah. kind of like, have you got, you got, you've seen Bleach, right? Parts. Oh, yeah. so it's like Kimpachi Zaraki. So he wears an eye patch that literally, when you open it up, it's a, it's a mouth. And it, it's literally eating away his spirit energy. Because once he takes it off, he's like, yeah, you guys are not a match for me when I try. It's such the most chuny bullshit. Just fucking, I need to contain the power in my right hand. Talk about another amazing anime. <laughs> Chunibyo. Chunibyo and other delusions. Oh that's a God. great, that is a great couple anime, a couple seasons. I uh, love it. I haven't finished the second season. Oh, it's so good. I don't know why. Kimachi Zaraki is my favorite character in Bleach. He's crazy. He is crazy. <laughs> well, it's uh, funny because like he keeps like p- hindering himself. That's what I like. About it's it. kind of funny because every week we talk mad shit about Bleach, but then we're also like, oh, I love this part. I said the only good thing about Bleach is their characters, and I will stand by that because they <laughs> make great characters. It's just I their stupid design. design. Mm, like, I like I like This nigga's crazy. He literally has fucking bells in his hair so you can hear him when he moves. Because without it, you would, he's too fast and you get fucking dick smacked. Little um, gentleman. Dude, he is. He's crazy. <laughs> uh, this next note I have. Uh, thick ahead. outlines. Thick spells with uh, two C's. Two C's? Mm-hmm. Oh. Thick out. Oh, it's just, no. Um, I really like anime that uh, the outlines they do occasionally or for the whole anime just are thick. I don't know what it is about that part of the production. Uh, where they're doing the line art, and they're like, let's make these some thick outlines. I'm, I'm going to be watching this later tonight and see that and be like, hey. <laughs> Those are some thick outlines. The, this, it's not always on there. Like, uh, Attack on Titan. Everything had a thick outline to it. Everything. 
throughout the whole thing. I just don't understand why there's a bunch of trash cans jumping from rooftop to rooftop. I, I never understood that about Attack on Titan. What about the trash can with no personality, but for some reason they kept focusing on it? Which uh, one? <laughs> well, not the blonde crying one. But my biggest thing is, like, what were about the tall trash cans, though? Oh, <laughs> oh, they just giant trash cans busting through walls. <laughs> what was that all about? I don't... Did they ever get to that garbage heap that they tried to go to in the first season? They're like, we need to get to the garbage heap. Remember when that small trash can became a big trash can in the first <laughs> season? He, like, he got swallowed by the big one, by a big trash can, then he became big himself. That was crazy. The garbage dumpster? Dude, this this is how we're going to grow our popularity. Talking shit. We're just going to talk shit on everything, and people are going to come here and say, like, fuck you. Like, hey, joke's on you. It's increasing viewership. <laughs> I'm, no, fuck you individually if you have a problem. <laughs> I'll come to your face. It'll come, come on your face. Yeah, I will. Quickly. I promise you. Well, well, I mean, that's nice of you, I guess. I'm considerate. See, coming fast, it's not a bad thing. I actually read a uh, medical journal back in college that surmised that premature ejaculation was actually an evolutionary trait to help prevent uh, underpopulation. I think that was written by a man that had issues. <laughs> we like anime! This is a show about anime. <laughs> Um, so next, after, next one. After that, um, this is all from that. You know what scene I'm talking about? Uh, where like the last five minutes you know. before before Super Saiyan happens, like that scene before that happens. Uh, uh, is this kid our Sakura? I mean, not Sakura. I wrote Sasuke. I didn't write Sasuke. I wrote. So you lied. I wrote you Sasuka. Lied. I wrote Sasuka because I was trying. I was trying to. There, there's another. There's another note in here later on where I wrote Sakura. Uh, I wrote Sasuka because as I was trying to watch mm-hmm. the show and take these notes, I was like, "Fuck, I can't. I don't know how to spell Sasuke." You know what? I'll remember this while I'm discussing it. Is this our Sasuka? Is this our Sasuke? Which I mean, he gives some big Sasuke vibes in that, just on like where it ended between him and uh, Itadori. Yeah. Hmm. He's going to have his whole family killed then run away and follow a snake man. It didn't really end badly. <laughs> what you just said isn't too far from the truth. <laughs> That's what's okay. fucked up about it. Because, uh, also, I wrote out under that was, here's where the character intrigue comes in. Because I think that kid, like, is going to be, like, what's super interesting about the show. He's going to have the most emotional developments. Just because of everything he's gone through and the like inner toy mo- turmoil that he's feeling, like because you could see it when Itadori showed up, he's like, "Who's this kid? Well, why didn't you just I'm like nah? Why did I, why would I have to?" He's like, "I never thought about it like that." I want some context. Um, the beginning of the episode kind of fucked me up a little bit. I'll be honest. This isn't Fire Force. <laughs> or uh, Goblin Slayer. Or Goblin Slayer. Well, Episode both. 1, Minute 3. <laughs> I mean, that that's what Goblin Slayer... Goblin Slayer gets you in with the Goblin Rape, and then they keep you for the actual good storytelling. No! Because then, like, six, seven episodes in, you meet, like, the strongest woman alive, and she's like, yeah, I was also fucked by goblins. Like, what? Because goblins are monsters! Yeah, I could kill all three of you in one swipe, but a little goblin fucked me. Yeah, no. Goblins, nigga. Goblins. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I could be wrong, uh, and uh, but so I'm not wrong about this. 
But there is a manga for Goblin Slayer. Uh, there's a side story coming out called Goblin Slayer Geddon. Okay. Which was a prequel about the Sword Maiden and the first heroes that killed the Demon King. Like, there's a prequel about them. Uh, and I could be wrong, but I think they are in production for an anime or a anime movie about it. I, I just want to see Goblin Slayer's Goblin face. That. That's all I ask. You, we will never see his face. It's so beautiful, we would die. I mean, I saw the bottom half. Kind of. The chin. That's <laughs> all you get. And we got so excited by the chin. Imagine the whole face. We just dropped it. Well, just fucking with fucking Goro-sensei, back on the topic of fucking... Uh, That's a pretty man. Such a gorgeous man. He is... Dog, I'm gonna need you to put that away. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gotta make a way. Wow, that was some confidence you got there, dog. <laughs> you don't know what I'm going to edit in there. Diggly dig, diggly <laughs> dig. <laughs> now you have to edit that. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm edit that in there. Fuck. <laughs> you guys, I'm here to talk about anime. Y'all talk about penises. I'm just. I'll talk about diglet. <laughs> Who yeah, man. The trio. trio. Oh, trio, that, trio. that's a that's a problem if that's what you got over there. <laughs> Wait, y- y'all don't have three lumps. I got I got more of like a uh, kind of like a, a geo dude kind of situation. It's just all kind of just a clump. <laughs> oh, here here's another interesting. On this note, um, this is super ambiguous note. Uh, I think you both need doctors. <laughs> white hair is kind of <laughs> super hot. <laughs> Lucky me. <laughs> now, I was talking about the character with white hair. Oh fuck! And I wasn't talking about Gojo. Oh, are you talking about the um, Scar- Scarface? Yeah, let's talk about Scarface. There, there was just a scene where I looked at him and I was like, "It's kind of sexy." Fuck. Like shit. It's kind of sexy for a twink boy that I said I didn't like last episode. Oh, he'll show us that he's not a twink. See, I forget yeah, everything I, I said the previous episode. <laughs> yeah, we're watching next week separate. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let you have your time with what you need to do. <laughs> then I will watch. But yeah, uh, uh, we were talking about this. I think I told this about you. Sometimes it feels like in Jujutsu Kaisen, like nothing really happens in the episode. But at the same time, so much fucking happens. Like, as I'm watching it, I'm going, nothing's really going on. Like, okay, we got to fight. Okay, cool, cool, cool. There's really not a lot of... Are you referring to the most recent episode only, or, like, all the... Well, and the last... Not the last episode, but the episode before that, where we meet the uh, uh, other high school and their, like, students and the other principal. I thought it was well-paced, but... No, it's very well-paced, but while I'm watching it, it feels to me like not a lot is happening during it, and once it's over, I'm like... A lot more. Like I don't think a lot happened there. But then, what I said, think about it, like a lot did happen. We just got introduced to like a whole entire new high school. Well, I think the the big thing with that is a lot of the time, like if a fight is happening or something like that, like that's like the entire episode. But like with these specific episodes that are, like that you're talking about, is more of like like five different things are going on. So you get each five like it's like five minute scene, five minute scene, five like you know like. You see, like, the fight with the big dude and uh, Dog Boy. And then you see, like, the fight with like, the girl with the gun. 
And then you then you see like fucking uh, Yuji doing his own training. Like you see all these little things. Like okay, that's you know oh this five minute scene. Okay, that that's what Yuji's doing. This is what this person's doing. But it's like, oh shit, all of this shit just happened this episode. Like, like this is new information. It's like, so it's like I felt the opposite. I, I obviously I haven't seen this week's episode, but I always felt like there was something happening. I well, fe- I felt almost not overwhelmed, but like constantly engaged. I, I I'm constantly Same. engaged. It's true. It's just to me like. I'll sit for a second, I'll go, did anything really happen this episode? And then I'll, like, a couple days there, I'm like, go, yeah, last year happened that episode. Like, this episode, like I just said a little bit ago, like, it felt to me like a lot didn't happen. A lot, we had several world-building and info dumps that happened pretty damn quickly. And, like, we had to go back so you could catch up on what the info dump was. Because just a bunch of numbers were thrown out. Yeah, I stopped looking because there's like, it was talking like obviously you were reading the subtitles, but then like they threw something on the screen that was also in English. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, so it's like you have the line of like text. Yeah, what it's telling talk, you, and then you have that like little clue or like translating a sign in the background at the top where yeah. you're like, I have to go so, freaking cross-eyed to read. <laughs> so basically, this is not really a spoiler. It's more of like what it's going to explain is basically it's explaining how the difference between like a your grade of sorcerer and a grade of a mo- uh, like a curse, and because he, he was like, oh, this person's like a grade two, like or you know whatever, like it should be fine. But it was explaining like, kind of like the difference, like here's like what the difference between that is, because like it's kind of like in D and D where it's like, you know, this is a CR, you know, five, you know, so you think, oh, I'm a level five character, I can take a CR five, but no, CR is. A party of four minimum of yeah. that level. Yeah, so that's kind of like what he's explained to Yuji, which is like, no, 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 no. I get numbers are the same, but <laughs> don't go on there thinking it's different, dog. <laughs> like, and then you also learn the new guy with the goggles that uh, his uh, his level. Have I met the guy with the goggles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in last episode. Yeah, he was met literally last episode, and then I mean he's only been in the one episode. He's not. He wasn't part of Panda's crew. Who was he? He is literally uh, Gorju Sensei's like friend. Oh, the one who um, does like the business. The one work. that looks like he should be an Ace Attorney. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 Ace Attorney looking motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 Yeah, that's my guy who was like going into overtime. Oh, dude. so he just was like about it. He's like, nigga, it's five o'clock. You fucked up, dog. He said fucking objection. You should have saw me during business hours, dog. You might have had me there. Yeah, you're wasting my personal time. You about to get it? You've seen? Have you seen Seven <laughs> Deadly Sins? Time and half. No, I'm not. Basically. He is, for you guys who have seen it, it is basically the opposite of Escanor. That's what I, vibes I got. Escanor is basically the strongest living, like, creature. Like, he's the pinnacle of all of all people. He's the one that's noon. strong at noon. Yeah, the sunlight one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sunshine. No, he has a deep-ass voice. Even in, yeah, Japanese... Sunshine. He says that shit in English, dog. <laughs> that's, that's how with the shits, isn't it? I low-key love it when English starts being spoken in an anime. I'm like... <laughs> well, especially when it's like a special move, because they're like, this is how we differentiate, but this is special. Power! Power! The Toys Smash! Just, nigga, what? You're, you're the United States of Smash. <laughs> that's what I say every the time United I'm having sex United. with my wife. <laughs> oh, sex. Which is never. It doesn't happen. <laughs> So you never say. So it. I don't say. So it. you don't say. <laughs> so I don't. Say but he it. thinks about saying it when it does ever he, happen. He's been thinking <laughs> since 
he first saw it, man, I'm going to say it. He's like, man, if I if I ever get to copulate with my spouse, I'm going to say that. And that came out, what, about a year? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> came out a little longer yeah. than that. Three years. Yeah, it's See, been a while. What, okay, a little tangent. My favorite thing about Free Kids, tell me why this dude all might, he was... He was like an internship or something, like in America or something, like in the movie. He went to America for like uh, I he was in college. He just went to like a uh, foreign, like a like an exchange cooperative program? exchange between the American Hero Hero Association and the Japanese Heroes. And then he named all of his attacks based on going going there. He really liked America. Yeah. He, he saw all the burgers and obesity, and he's it, like, "This is my people." It, <laughs> I'm of the opinion. I, I'm going. This this is of me. Uh, I'm of the opinion the America in uh, in My Hero Academia is actually really much better than real life America. Well, can't get much it fucking worse. It is the worse. idealistic version of America that they want to sell you on. Don't touch your fucking mouth. It's definitely not that kind of America where they where you have to worry about being caught slipping. <laughs> no, uh, it it's the ideal version. It's the version that is sold to you in the Marvel movies. It's the comic book because I mean this is a comic book world. Hmm. This is an ideal ver. This version has Spider Man, Iron Man, not Batman or Superman, <laughs> just because I said so. <laughs> fuck DC. <laughs> I like DC comics more than Marvel comics, but that's reading wise. Movies wise, nice nutsack. Hey, we're going to need a mod. Hey, um, hit us up if you want to be a mod. I mean, if if someone had a nice nutsack, we appreciate the compliment. Which one? But yeah, which one of us have a nice nutsack? I don't have those, so it won't be me. It's covered by the laptop. I just have the three lumps. <laughs> you just got. <laughs> I just have those three lumps. You got trio down there. Doug tri- I just have Doug trio. Winner, you need to hide your nutsack, man. Uh, Do, does one of us have our nutsack exposed? I think uh, who's ever in chats is fucking with us. But uh, we can get... I will expose myself. I mean, I can Here's show my thing. nutsack to show the contrast. Well, no, for research purposes. No, that's against Twitch's terms of service. I won't be doing that. I'm a man of the Lord. Wink. <laughs> Onlyfans.com slash dummy thick steely boys. <laughs> All right, so yeah. Anyways, but yeah, so tweet us. Let me know. I have questions. Uh, from the audience, you guys, I want to know, do you want us to put up a full length, the uh, edited version of the podcast, or do you want me to like sit, put out the segment, put out just the fun bits and some highlights from the podcast? Let me know, because I will bring out something like that. Uh, we'll do highlights, or we'll just do a full hour and a half. Maybe because you're manspreading. Well, pardon my manspreading. You're allowed to be comfortable. <laughs> Getting chastised for how I sit in my own house. They're, they're <laughs> only, they're You're only, literally asking for it. They're only men here. You are allowed to be comfortable. Oh, is is Nice Nutsack the name of this episode? I think Nice Nutsack's the name of this episode now. <laughs> nice Nutsack is going to Thank, be the name of this episode. Thanks, Team Muzz45. Team Muzz45, Team Muzz you 45. the real homie. Um, <laughs> you're not going to get anything but our... Uh, Undying Tempor- gratitude? I was going to say temporary gratitude. Oh. <laughs> undying. <Ooh. laughs> we got nothing undying here. We're all dying slowly inside. Um, But, uh, Jesse, uh, yes, because sir. we're 30 minutes in, uh, let's start talking about uh, my teen romantic comedy snafu. Oh, daddy. 
So the, the anime makes while Jesse is making faces and voices, I want to like point out, I had not seen anything beyond the first three episodes of season three. I'd only watched those three episodes, and I now like as Jesse's watching them, I started kind of watching with him. Got kind of caught up to where Jesse is today. So Jesse and I are both experiencing this season for the first time together. Uh, and I'd like to hear his thoughts and Mitch's thoughts, and I will tell you my thoughts. Or I won't. You might just keep them to yourself. I think I'll keep them to myself. I'm excited because, as stated in previous, this is one of my top ever animes. And, man, the, yeah, as referenced by my merch here, um, and I'm really excited to know Jesse's opinion on this because he's very... <clears throat> Thoughtful man. I really am enjoying this last season. It's finally, um, it's kind of like, you know, the first step is always acceptance. That that was literally ending last season, starting this season was, they have finally all are on the same page of what this is. <laughs> that, that is so. That's one thing I really loved about the season. So now it's like, well, shit, what the hell we're doing from here on, and. Each of their actions, um, they all, you can tell they all want to be selfish, but they don't. And, like, uh, that Hickey, only hurts them more. Exactly. Like, the problem with Hickey is he is, like, the, you know, perfect big brother to, like, just anyone in general who needs his help. Regardless how he does it, it's just like kind of like me. I complain about fucking everything, but I mean, I, I'll still do it. Like, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, I relate to it a little bit. I'm like, okay, Hickey, I see why you're super nice. But the thing is, it's kind of like, and I don't really blame Hickey for this, but it's more of like, he's kind of nice to everyone, and people are, you know, we already know who's specifically interpreting that as, you know, a little bit more than nice. But it's like, but then, like, they started just acknowledging in, like, recent episodes, like, he's just nice to everyone. You know, like, he would do this for anyone. Like, freaking, um, oh, geez, what's her name? Uh, the, uh, uh, Ishiki? Iroha? No, Ishiki, I think. I mean, they're the same person. The, 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 uh, the younger classmate. The, uh, no, school the, president. I'm, the club, the club, uh, president. The, not the school president, the club of the. The main chick. With oh, Yukino? Oh, Yukino? Yeah. Blanking on her name, Hardcore. Black um, hair? Yes. Yeah, Yukino. Yeah, um, main girl. So, like, even she said that, like, she, like, physically said multiple times, like, whenever, like, he's trying to, like, diffuse a situation when she's being kind of, you know, st standoffish, she's like, don't worry, like, you're going to help them anyways. I, like, I know you. <laughs> like, you're a helpful person. It's just, like, it hurts because, like, Obviously, you know when you find the spoiler when you when, like when you see like she has like this picture like lower bed like behind her little animal thing and it's like <sighs> she just finally came to the reality of like was he just being nice I don't know no. she finally stopped reading into it even though it might not be reading into you know because yeah. right now really the only one that we know Hickey wants to fuck is best girl tennis boy. So that's the only one that he hasn't said anything negative about. And I ship it so hard. Teacher is in number two. Tennis boy will do anything for him, too. 
Oh my god. He is literally the only he is the one who Hickey has internally flirted with the most. <laughs> and externally. Well, and he's he is ride or die, man. He is there throughout the series. Every time they need help moving something, he's even gathered the entire tennis team yeah. to help them. I don't know if you got to that point in season three. That already happened, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Like like he is from the beginning the only one that never had any like need something back in return. He's just sweet. Kind of sexy, um, and it's just there for you it, it, with nothing in return. Yeah, um, is that gay? It, might mm, be. it doesn't matter. It, it's gay inclined. We'll say it's, it doesn't. It's gay. What does it matter? It's fine. All I'm saying is he is he is the only one love that Hickey has love. explicitly stated in his own thoughts that he is attracted to him <laughs> <laughs> and that he would do ungodly things. You know, I'm a lord, so I can go things. into it. It's, He'll do it, anything. My teen romantic comedy, Snafu meets Boku no Pico. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Give me that Subaru. Um, I I want to. I like that you said that because in season one, like we like we we as the audience know how nice and good of a person that uh, Hiki is on the basis of like he chooses to be a pariah by being a dick to people so that there is a target. He he's of that mindset. He's like, well, there's some that has to be the like butt of the joke. There's some that has to be a dick. I'll be it. He chooses to be that, and like we we know that he is nice, and will do anything for anyone, but he will also do it, however he fucking sees fit. Like and that and they show that that in the end of season one that that's his biggest character flaw with the best girl, uh, Miss Teacher, telling him, hey, maybe yeah. don't. People cry when you cry. Dude. Your best girls. Tennis boy, your best girl's teacher. No, I second best girl is uh is uh Kawasaki. I do love Kawasaki. Kawasaki's man. great. Yeah, she's she's she is very good. Teacher's my second. Third, he ends up alone. I I'll, I'll show him. <laughs> yeah. I'll, you know, it's either tennis boy. I will settle for teacher. I will, you know, because she's about to move fuck different the, schools. Fuck the rest of them bitches. Yeah, she's about to move to a different <laughs> school, so you know he can have a thing with her. You know. I'm, I'm not talking about the legal. Uh, I've read a lot of manga where that's been the situation. Oh, why are you here, T-shirt? No, domestic, domestic girlfriend. girlfriend. Domestic yeah. girlfriend. Domestic girlfriend. I think was my first one that I read. Then why are you here, teacher? And also, actually, a really good romance manga called uh, uh, "Teacher Can't uh, Teacher Can't Teach Me About Love." Teacher can't show me love. Something like that. Hmm. It's actually it's actually really cute and fun. I enjoyed that one. I'll talk about it in a future episode, maybe. But yeah, teacher, teacher is straight up in the episode eight. She was like, "Will you marry?" She like told him, asked him, "Will you marry me?" Yeah, that was... he, he has to go. Someone, please wife her up. She's perfect. <laughs> take her. I know she smokes, but take her. Well, like when they were on the fucking uh, highway, like whenever like she stopped, like. It was literally like, and it's internally just like, if I was 10 years older. Dude, I would lick the tar right off her smoker's tongue. I'm just saying. Um, On the no smoker's tongue, uh, I noticed... I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm there with you, Mitch. Thank you. Um, I I don't know if you guys noticed this. I'm I'm a writer by trade. I notice things about writing and, like, also cinematography-wise... 
Why do you reach for my cock there? I'll teach you. I'll teach you. I didn't know where to put my hand. Um, I'll teach you. Um, I can fix that. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I noticed they started, at least, it's been a while since I watched season two. Not too long, but a while. I noticed this season, they started really focusing on Kiki always drinking those coffee cans. Hmm. Like, they even have that scene where he's taking a photo with that coffee can vending machine. But did you see it, though? I that, He had never seen that edition of it before. That was a well-designed vending machine. That, I am with him. That's a strange thing to pull out of there. Do you think there's any significance to the coffee? Yes, I do. The nigga needs that when, energy. So much when, is going on. He's tired. He, 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 he is drinking coffee filled with cream and sugar. And he even says, like, this is a sugary drink. This is a cream drink. And uh, it really, like, I went, okay. He Like, this shows that he's a sweet pers- person. That he wants sugary stuff. He's not bitter. He's not angry. He doesn't drink his coffee black. But. So it's contrast to his character. Yeah. Where he's. It's not contrast to his character. It's contrast to the character that he presents to society. Okay. okay. It's contrast to his mask. Um, But then when he is talking with. I noticed when he was talking with. Uh. Uh, Yui, when he's like, after you, Yukino told him, told him to grant her wish, and he's saying, "Hey, I'll grant your wish. What do you want me to do?" He's drinking a black coffee. Mm. He's not drinking the cream-based one. His is black, and I don't. I'm sure you guys know this from watching anime. They, but in Japan, there's this whole entire thing about like adults drink coffee because, like, black coffee because it's bitter. It's that bitterness, the bitterness of being an adult. A child, you're into sweets and sweet things because you have that whimsical and that dreamlike state. In like, as an adult, everything's not that. Everyone in Japan is depressed. They all need therapy. I mean, (laughs) I'm not going to make generalities. See, mine was a joke. You seem serious. (laughs) Anti-racist. So then I have another plot point to point out to you. Then Hmm. uh, with your coffee theory that I was just thinking about. Then please tell me. So whenever, um. Yukino said, you know, I don't want no scrub. Don't help me with prom. And then he goes to the teacher to talk about, like, hey, we saw prom was canceled. You bullshit. <laughs> Let me know what you know. The teacher has a black and the sugary coffee, hands him the black coffee because he was in a depressed mood. And then he says, I want the sugary one. Tell me what I want to know so I can go help. So you think his mood is kind of portrayed by what he's drinking in each like major I, scene? I want, We'd have to definitely. I would definitely want to rewatch it and see, like, to look throughout the series. But that'd like, be such a cool little thing if they actually did that. It's it's bumping the lights, and that that helps you know that it is like <laughs> bumping the lights. A term from uh, cinematography. It comes from uh, Roger, uh, who framed Roger Rabbit, because there's a scene where. Uh, Roger is hitting this light bulb, and they animate it and move the light so you see this animated, non-existent creature bumping the light. It's just that extra attention to detail. Um, it's in uh, the Truman Show where he's taking a lot of uh, uh, vitamin C, vitamin D supplements because he's not getting any sun. Like it's stuff like that. Uh, I don't know because. I, I would expect, knowing Hiki's personality, that 
having such kind of an almost serious conversation with Yui because he's never serious when he's talking. He's always kind of still kind of I realize he's still kind of chuny ish like uh, his nerd friend on the basis of like he says these really grand statements that like have a lot of meaning behind it and it always and to all the girls it's like that kind of comes off creepy like he's saying these like he's some kind of literary character like he takes himself seriously but he still has that like toony aspect of him where he will like this is a cool sentence to say where he he like appreciates his own sentence structure more than other people do. Other people one hundred percent. That's kind of cringy, bro. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. But you wanna know what's not cringy? The rap battle between the dudes. From the Every school. fucking time they do it, I start getting. I'm like, oh, shit. Yo, 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 yo. People had the audacity on Twitter to say that Hachiman won that. Bullshit. He, he got roasted. roasted. He the, got destroyed. The dude wasn't even using those bullshit foreign terms. He didn't say synergy. He didn't say excel. He didn't say anything. You about synergize. Hey, you don't, you don't, you want to know why Hachi won though? Because that girl was like, "Hey, you want to go out?" And he was like, Hachi was like, "No." And the dude was like, "Hey, you want to go out?" And he said, "I think I need to go home." Yeah, <laughs> that, that's why he won. He got cucked by Hachi. But then Hachi said, "Like, I see you, dude. Keep trying. <laughs> yeah. I got to deal with Yukonon and Yui." <laughs> Also, Yui's mom. Dude. Oh, Yui's mom. She is stacked. The goat! She's the goat! And she just calls the bitch out in front of him. I just... Just right in his face. Do you know what the special ingredient is, nigga? Just, oh, fuck. (laughs) It's love! Devotion. Love. Devotion. You don't have to love me to be devoted. It's the same thing that stopped Harry Potter from dying. Love. Magic? Love magic. It was, it was a bullshit <laughs> ending anyway. Uh, it was all bullshit. Um, come at me, Harry Potter fans. Uh, well, after, after scar last from episode, it. it was a whole ass scar he had. Come on, that, that's worth. That's equivalent exchange, I speak right? For I watch Full man. Metal. I speak. Um, yeah, it's but also, Yui's mom is just so fucking like. If you had to pick a mother-in-law to choose, would you choose Yukonon's mom, who's calculating and kind of scary? Or Yui's mom, who's really adorable and like Yui. I don't know. I would. I would much rather have a threesome with with, with uh, Yui's mom. Okiyodon. But uh, fucking Yukinon's mom got that stacks, bro. I would <laughs> love, and that's another thing that I really liked um, about Hickey was like he realized with the whole prom debate, like, no, we're going about this all wrong. If she's the queen on the chessboard, you just gotta get the queen on your side. And I'm like, smart move, yes. Yeah, you're not, you're, it's not you versus the PTO. It's literally you versus the mom right now. Get her on your side. The mom can fucking say whatever she wants. She, she holds all the cards. Well, and the funny thing is, he wasn't even thinking in that moment, if I get her on my side, there's a potential this could be my future mother-in-law. Let's get her on my side now. He was solely focused on the problem. Oh, he's so happy. And he doesn't realize... The future implications well, of that. Well, I think he's still, like, at this point in where Jesse and I are in the series, he's still wanting to not address the fact that both Yuki and Yui are in love with him. Well, and what I like is that they introduced both girls as mothers in an important and kind of happy, fulfilling way where you got to know both of them. They didn't. They don't give you a clue of, oh, this is the girl he ends up with because you know the mom better, like... 
they introduced both of them, so they're really making the two routes like, here's your two futures, here's your two, it's coming to a head, we're going to get there. I, I'm just biased because I love these like energetic ginky girls that are like so fun and loving. And Yahalo! Yeah, that was like fucking <laughs> Yahalo! Like, we're, and you're going to have to say, okay, next time at the meeting, everyone says Yahalo. That's our official greeting. <laughs> fucking do it. But also, on the note of him and the pulling the chess queen, I love that Hiki is so willing to debase himself that he's going to say, hey, yeah, remember me? You hit me with your car. <laughs> he's not afraid to play any card in his deck. He's like, oh, I need you on my side? Remember that time you hit me, bitch? <laughs> yeah, he almost murdered a child two years ago. How did that feel? He is so calculated and conniving, and it just makes him so lovable. Because he doesn't even try to hide his conniving side. He's just like, I got this. Well, like, for him, like... Because, like, it's kind of one of the things where, like, calculating almost makes him sound like he goes in there well-prepared... I just think he's like his personality just makes him just like so like on the ball on the t- like all the like he's always on the defensive to where like you can't catch him off guard unless like you're a woman and you start crying you know because <laughs> he's like fuck <laughs> <laughs> emotions my only weakness what did I do please run down the street hide in the alley so I don't have to see you so I can go help Yuki with the prom oh. I'm so sorry I asked you out <laughs> that is one of the most scarring moments oh in the my anime for me god I felt so bad don't, don't just nonchalantly reference that yeah, what, you, what you mean she's crying in the middle of the street and then she, she says in an alley then behind the vending machine from that point she says the tears will never stop she loves him so much. He <laughs> saved her fucking dog. He didn't just save her. He saved her dog. My nigga got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that dog. And you tell me you want him. You tell me that you're wanting me to know that he ends with uh, Yukonon? No. She hit him. Tennis boy. Tennis boy. Okay, at the bench scene where they're about to go talk to Hayato, who, like, Hayato, like, he's like the, like, I just want to, like, get a consensus on this. He's supposed to be, like, the generic uh, love interest main character for a shoujo anime. Like, where he's perfect and handsome. Well, Mm -hmm. what I like is that that's how they introduce him in, like, the first season slash somewhat of the second season. Then you start seeing some of his dark side, and you're like, I agree. Oh. (laughs) Well, that's just... Just wanted to touch base to make sure I'm not. He, that's doing kind of the wrong there. In the first season, when they kind of didn't take themselves as seriously, and it was more of like a calm rom, that's kind of like the filler character he was. But then when they started building on him, it's like, oh, you're a whole pile of business. Yeah. You, you have your own shit going, which I love about it because they're, they're taking these classic tropes and turning them on their heads. I want. I don't want to say turn them. They're turning them inside out. Oh, they're showing us the insides, like vivisection, kind of like a, a in. A, are you the only one that loves me? Where like, or where they have that yeah. same type of character, where like they show, hey, this is what happened to these women and to these people when you do not choose them. You just create bigger problems. Or Suki was kind of funny because even when they tried to take themselves seriously, they still fucked around it's and, such me- a and memed funny, around. Such a funny. They're show. like, they're like, look, we know we don't have the budget to make the graphics match what we need for a super emotional. We're just gonna fucking meme the entire time, and I love that. But, like, like they know who they are. But anyways, I digress. Back to that bench scene where like Yukino and Yui have seen each other again for like it's been like three episodes since they've last talked to- together. Yeah. 
at that scene, I realized, you know what? The only way I will be happy, I could feasibly see anyone and everyone being happy if we said, fuck it, Yukino, Yukino and Yui, you two are together. You're the pairing. Lesbians, that's how we're ending it. We're ending it with Yuri, and you know what? Uh, Dude, I would have been so down for a Yuri ending. Just pull, do what they did for uh, Korra, the Legend of Korra. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, fuck it, fine, we're making them together. Because, like, <laughs> you know what? At least that way, the other one isn't going to be sad. Yeah. Because no matter what, even whoever wins this, I know I'm going to be sad for the other person in the party. Oh, absolutely. On the the final two episodes, we're, we're I, halfway through the tent, so we have two and a half. The final two episodes, I was just teary eyed the whole time because I'm a little bitch, and as we referenced in the last uh, stream. I, I spent this entire seven-year journey with these characters, so I was so attached. And I was like, it's not fucking fair! It's not fucking fair! <laughs> go ahead. No, 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 you go first, Jess. I'm going to throw you a pitch for what my perfect ending would be right now. You know, at episode 10, there's two more episodes. Well, 10 minutes and two more. Here's how I think. I would be emotionally invested and would want to see more. Last episode. My boy, you know, Yui and Yukino, they're like, you know, stand by the side of the road, whatever, yada, 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 I don't really care. Then you have my boy Hickey, you know, walking his sister to school, or, you know, doing something. Long story short, my boy Hickey dies. And those two, <laughs> and those two, then, you know, they're no longer beefing. No, Busku, no! It's <laughs> <laughs> easy, kind! So he, he dies... Then those two, Sorry, those two realize they're no longer like it's less of a competition and more of like now now they have like a bond that can't be broken. Yeah, now they have to learn how to grieve together. And then someone needs now someone who just lost their big brother. Now they fill in that role as you know, kind of like they adopt her. Well, not adopt. Oh. But I mean, <laughs> that would be my perfect. So, but I mean, they fill in the void of like they become they, her big sister, even though they kind yeah. of already are. They, they can't yeah. adopt her because they they have parents yeah. well. that we never see. They just kind of like start hanging out the house a lot because they feel they have that survivor's guilt, and they're going to be so guilty when Yui and uh, Yuki get together. They're going to feel so guilty because he's dead and our survivors. But that's also what's going to drive them together even closer. So then they prestige your ass. It was really just his twin that's been alive the entire time, and he's. And he left, and he went with a uh, young uh, first-year student council president girl. My I, anxiety. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking student council president girl coming in halfway through second season, thinking she's a hot shit. I'm going to join this harem. I'm the third girl. Like, you aren't even an equation. I mean, I liked her. I like her. I find her character interesting, but not in the love like love triangle. I We're think, not making a square here. I think she added a lot to the the final prom. I think she added a lot to the dialogue and the kind of drama of the prom scenes. Oh, she did. She definitely brought the needed um, relief of a very tense into, tense situation because, like, obviously between like Yuki and uh, uh, Yukino and uh, Yui, it was a lot of every time you know Hickey's around, you know. They had that conversation. Like, you know, like, the, the tension was there in season two. You know, it was just addressed at the end of it. So it's like what student council girl did was more of like brought in someone to their group who was like, you're not an option. 
you can sense this awkward situation, you can alleviate it, kind of thing. My whole thing is, I feel for her because there are the scenes where she, like, like, I agree with you, she will break that tension, but there's also been times where she has created that tension for the audience, where she's, where they're talking, she's going, the guys are kind of coming in here being all cutesy and shit, like, I like you too. Take responsibilities for my well, feelings. And one thing I liked about her is that in the only season and a half or so that she was in there, she got almost as close to Hachiman as the other two did throughout the entire thing in a shorter amount just because she has such a charismatic and magnetic personality and she kind of drew him into his trap. Because there was even times where he said, if I'm not on my guard, this girl's going to make me fall in love. Jesse, are we going to agree on the same thing on this? About that charismatic, magnetic personality? I know your opinion then, Paul. You know if I agree? I, I want to know your opinion first. With her, she is more direct. And, like, since he knows her ugly side, and she knows he knows, and, like, so they're basically teasing each other. Whereas, like, she, she, everyone, like, in the background, it's like, you can tell that she is kind of like, you know, a manipulating bitch kind of behind the scenes, but she's trying to be who she portrays almost. Like, she's trying to be a good person. Like, she's trying to be helpful. Because, like, when you first, like, 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 like the, what's his, what's his name? The Hamiyama, whatever his name. The, the oh, Hayama? Yeah, Hayama. Um, he was like, whenever she was first introduced, she was like, she's not what she seems. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what I like about her character is, yes, she's kind of conniving. She's kind of a bitch. But it's... It's to reach a goal of pushing the the good world that she wants to see. She's not being a bitch like like Yuki's mom is, just because she's some puppet of some shadow corporation. She's being a, a, a bitch because she's trying to kind of manipulate things towards a happy end in her own mind. Which, I mean, is kind of also what uh, Yuki's sister is doing, where she's like, in a way, she way more aggressive. In no, a way more aggressive. She tells another. You don't tell. A, well, you sh- you should tell people they're being. You codependent little bitch. I, I love that fucking. This, it's not even a subplot. It's like the overarching reason for this season is that they are perceived codependent. Well, and the thing is, is until they work out their own feelings for each other. They don't, at first they're like, oh shit, are we? We're showing all the classic signs, and they realize, no, this is something deeper. But they haven't addressed those yet, at least for us where we're at in the series. Also, uh, on Dude, my the last point, two episodes are on my point Ooh. on that. Charis- I don't believe that uh, Iroha is a uh, charismatic because on it has this magnetic personality because she literally says, "I have no friends." Well, she's magnetic kind of, or charismatic and magnetic, kind of in like the. Uh, Ted Bundy way, which is gonna sound terrible. Uh, no, I know what you mean. Like, like in the way where they're like, like a VTuber or a YouTuber, where like they have this like attitude, this uh, personality. Where like, man, that's a personality. That's a person. But the way that they do it can be grating and will make people not want to be around them. Well, I mean it more in the way where is she's coming across in a very fake way, and the majority of people buy it. They buy it like crazy. Like, she, she's all of a sudden hanging out with, you know, like, second and third years when she's only a freshman. She's elected to all these things, even though she's somewhat new to the series. People like her out of nowhere because this fake side of her is super charismatic. And then only Hickey's like, 
seeing, you know, with the magical goggles, seeing past the miasma and sees the demon underneath, and he's like, whoa! Right. <laughs> I right. still fuck, but whoa! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm still fucking, you're what keeps saying creepy, See, but coming on to me. And, and the thing with her is, too, is, like, since, like, she can really only open up to Icky, that's why she teases him so much, because she's, like, and it's kind of, like, that's why it's, like, kind of, like, half genuine, half playing around, because she's, like, you know, she's, like, dang, like, I'm I'm going to say some dirty shit to this nigga because I can't say it any other time. Right, because <laughs> if she says it to anyone else, it's going to break that fake perception that they have of her. Yeah, and like, and that's what I really like about her, too, is because, like, she's just so fucking funny. Just, like, whenever Hickey does anything other than just, like, ignore her, she's just like, what are you going to do that to fuck me? <laughs> she's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Well, at the beginning, he's like, no, no, it's not like that. But after, like, five times, he's just like, I'm sorry. I'm not yeah, bad. he's like, okay, we get it. <laughs> I really like her character. I feel like, well, I feel I like, like the insertion character. of her broke the monotony of the love triangle. I feel like it, it threw in some interesting bits that kept you oh, interested. There, there is nothing about the show that they have done wrong in my book. Oh no, no! I think it's I, it's gorgeous and well written. It's so beautiful to look at. Did we ever talk about the the no, transition between the the studios. art styles, the studios and the art styles? And kind of their significance. Did we talk about oh, that last week? Well, we vaguely did. Um, we talked. Yeah, because you asked me my opinion on it. Why don't we delve into it a little bit? So, as I was watching it, you know, throughout 2013 to 2020, and I said I kind of got irritated when they switched, but then it became even more endearing to me because as I saw it, and I kind of, you know, went on some subreddits and some videos to kind of reinforce what I was already thinking, make sure I wasn't just crazy. The studios were applying a very high-level technique of matching the art to the emotion, to where season one was very high-contrast colors, very stretchy faces, very funny haha, to introduce the characters, to kind of get them lovable, to make you feel safe because it's not too serious. And then season two, all of a sudden, these super realistic human-like faces come in and you start seeing tears, and you start seeing real laughs instead of a laugh track. And all of a sudden you're like, what's this feeling in my heart? Oh, I'm starting to care about this character, because this character feels human to me. They really, they drew you in with your everyday, oh, funny anime. And then season two, there's like, emotion. And they match the animation style to that so beautifully. Um, did you kind of get the same vibe? or? I agree. Um one thing that I really also like to point out about, like, with somewhat of, like, animation and also, like, the voice acting, we're just, like, in the first season, they were all pushing their own personas. Like, the three of them were pushing their own personas hard. They were, like, being, like, student council girl almost. We're, like, you know, Yuki, uh, she was definitely, like, stone cold, calculating, like, just as how it is. Just, you know, by other means... A bitch, but like about a wrong one. She was very factual. She only spoke facts. Oh yeah. And like freaking uh, Hickey, he was very like, you know, I'm gonna be blunt too, but I'm gonna be a dick. Like she, she didn't even mean to be a dick. He tried to be a dick, and like, uh, fucking Yui, she tried to you know be cute and just try to be like, kind of like, make make everything like okay, it's all yeah, good. She's the peacemaker. But then in the second season, it kind of switched from them like them kind of verbally forcing themselves to be who they portrayed to be to being like 
I don't really want to do this, but this is kind of all I know. So I'm going to tone it back a little bit to season three where it sounds like they almost regret what they're saying. Like, so, like, because their voice, like, let's say, like, what they're saying has never changed, but it's more of, like, I'm forcing it, I'm trying to be better, I'm, I don't want to be doing this. Well, and on that, throughout the seasons, season one, when Hachima and Yukino and Yui talk to each other, it's, I'm gonna scream at you and I can't believe you've done this season two. It's kind of like, hey, like, hey, we're, we're still here in the season three. It's like, if they even do talk to each other, it's, oh, the prom is crazy. Oh, oh hey. Crazy. It's all business between Yuki and Hickey. Now, whether or not they use it, like, metaphorically, and, like, you know, just talk about, like, the prom needs to be over, and you, you know, like, shit like that. It's like, well, we know what this means, Yeah, bro. I think they are always so close to that line, teetering between, I care for this person so much, and I don't want this person to become my everything, so I lose myself in it. And the way they talk to each other throughout the seasons kind of becomes apparent to that, where Yui even distances herself even more from her lunchtime group, and if she's not with Hickey, she almost doesn't seem like herself. Like, she has so deeply ingrained herself in Hickey that she doesn't know how to act when he's not around. She She's lost that peppy, happy... Whereas with Yuki, she went the opposite way. She went from being very cold and bitter to almost being just like, oh, hey, how you doing every time he was around? Because she knows that showing that sassy side of herself is almost an admission. And that that's another... I love that you brought up the, the voice acting, because it's the same voice actors, but they portray those conflicting emotions so beautifully. And one thing that I loved also with the change in animation studios is the opening songs. Mm-hmm. Um, where season two is when they first started getting into the, kind of their emotions about each other, and they tried to make everything seem happy. Everyone's going to be happy with each other. There's going to be no conflict. And so in the opening sequence, they have the camera panning around the characters, and Yui's like, and you know, Yuki's like, hmm, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And then season three comes, and it's snowing, and they're walking towards the camera, and their head's down. And just the music and the opening sequence are like, oh, shit's going down. I mean, I just also <laughs> kind of want to point out the, like, the, like, literary uh, thematic thing between snowing and spring. And melancholy, yeah. yeah. Well, the, well, and the spring. Like, oh, the contrast because, between yeah, winter and spring. Yeah, because they're, like, basically, I mean, make, uh, to say this short and sweet, like, their cold hearts are being thawed out by the spring and their grow and where spring love blossoms. Like, shit like that. Uh, I find that just... I, I love things like that. Where they you have use these, weather extremely well. They... They've used so much extremely well. I want to get into this. But I got some fun facts. Mm, fun to me. I don't know how much <laughs> because. Uh, the studio that did the first season was a Brain Base. Uh, was the name of the studio. They also did such classics as uh, Spice and Wolf. Do Ra 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 Ra. Do Ra 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 and Inspector, which has a second season coming out here soon. Oh, in yeah, Inspector. I was yeah. like, Inspector Gadget? I was like, my, girl, my girl, One Leg, One Eye. One Leg, One Eye. Uh, and then the second the second studio that took over from them in season two and season three uh, is just Feel Animation stu- and Studio. They were feeling uh, themselves. They were feeling. They did sh- such classics as Corpse Princess Kiro. Uh, 
Degashikashi. Oh, I did. I was a fan of Degashikashi. Hinamatsuri. Oh, Hinamatsuri, another classic. Have you seen? You've seen Hinamatsuri, right? I don't know. Oh, it's so funny. I think that came out in 2018. To me, that was the anime of the year of 2018. I have not seen. I saw like the first episode of Hinamatsuri. It's so it goddamn funny. It's, funny. it's so it's funny. funny. There's uh, a fr- uh, one of our uh, old frat mates uh, who I watched anime with, like played the like the first episode for me when we were doing like an anime night. He and a couple other bitch just bros. crashes to earth and it's like, this is normal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I also kind of want to point out when when I was watching it for the first time, I didn't realize a shift until halfway through season two. You're talking about teen romantic comedy. Yeah, snafu. teen romantic comedy snafu. Uh, when we were watching that, I didn't notice that shift until halfway through season two where I oh, went... Oh, you thought the character was just totally normal? Where I was like, no, it's just where I went, wait a minute. There hasn't been a lot of super funny things happening lately. Wait, the animation's kind of yeah. weird, too. What's no, going on? Nobody stretched their face or turned into a puddle because of a joke. I'm, and that's always just, like, really... F- I love watching something where halfway through I'm like, man, this changed. This is a completely different thing from when it started out and i'm i'm still well, here for it and what i loved about team romantic scotch um <laughs> what i love okay. about um for the people origairu is uh that usually when an anime switches animation studios happen between it's usually because that one studio either went bankrupt or did such a terrible job that they were like you're not doing it anymore both studios did amazing and they kept your interest and the continuity in the characters and how you felt about them, even between these drastic shifts of styles. There's also something else I really want to point out. And I, uh, we're kind of running low on time, so I kind of want to talk about this a little bit next week. Sure. It's incredibly cinematic. Oh, absolutely. And I kind of want to, like, next week maybe dig into, like, the difference between, like, uh, Western Hollywood cinema and how, like, and the differences in, like, anime. Because, like, sometimes you're watching, and, like, I, as I was watching this, I was like, that's a very, like, great shot. Like, shot with a camera type shot. I enjoy that. But then they'll do things where, like, you can't do that with a camera. And that's what's cool about animation and anime. Absolutely. And one thing I love about anime, there's an entire subreddit, I'm pretty sure, uh, dedicated to it, is how faithfully they recreate the scenery that inspired that scene. Like, if they're at a subway station, or they're at a train stop, or they're at a grassy hill that they saw, and they're recreating it, you can pull up a literal picture of that place in Japan compared to the anime, and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I, anime artists, anime visual artists, like the actual drawer. Artists. Uh, as compared to yeah. vocal artists, and, the, like, the, the actual... The, the uh, animators. Yeah, the actual animators of anime are some of the most underappreciated, hardest-working people ever. Fun fact, I wanted to be an animator when I was a little kid. Like, they are so good at their craft. And what a lot of people notice in animes and love, and with with reason, with good reason, is the, the the voice actors. Because they're like, oh, without the voice actors, you know, it doesn't make the character... But imagine your favorite anime without the the trees in the background during that emotional kiss scene. Or imagine if their hair didn't blow just the right way as that tear dropped down their face. Like, animators, especially in Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu, are so goddamn talented and have my utmost respect. Like, it, it blows my I mean, mind. Just, like, they, they did this in uh, Kaguya-sama in the manga, but, like, 
I was uh, reading through some uh, a thread on Reddit, and the I mean he still has a uh, margarita that has melted. That margarita is now soup. <laughs> I will drink that soup. Uh, That's my soup. Okay, fine, whatever. Uh, but no, uh, I was reading through a thread, uh, and like in Kaguya-sama, they do that thing with uh, when uh, spoilers. Of course, this is a spoiler-heavy <laughs> spoiler podcast. alert. We forgot to tell that at the beginning. This is a spoiler-heavy podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, at the in Kaguya-sama, when they're going through uh, Ishigami's big like arc nearing the end of season two, I love my boy Ishigami. They sh- in that episode they don't show anyone's face. They show no one's face. Until finally he's able to actually... Because it's like, he's not looking people in the eye. He's not looking at them. And that's the reason. I was reading through where someone's like, Man, what was with these lazy animators in animation for not drawing oh, their I faces? I would have slapped the and, fuck out and of that person. That, that was their initial thought. And then oh. later in that comment, they're like... But then as the end of the episode, I was blown away. Because I realized that it was done on purpose. Like, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but some some people don't get that. I guess like, some people don't have the creative side of their brain to kind of understand a, that. You guys haven't seen the movie Silent Voice, have you? Silent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I have. Jesse, have you? Nope. Uh, Great anime movie. Uh, it makes me cry. One of the best. I've seen it. Tw- I, every time I watch it, I cry. Hey, the main the main female protagonist says something, and this changed my life. She says. <laughs> I got fucking piece of shit. You piece of shit. Fucking shit. Here, I, I put quotation marks for what says in this here. So the uh the female protagonist is deaf. I'm sorry. And so the beginning. Don't apologize to me. Apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Our deaf com- our deaf audience that can't. Watch this because it's audio only, and we cannot afford we can't a hand sign translator. Yeah, we can or we and we can't subtitle. Well, I could probably try to subtitle it if I'm That's lazy. That's a lot of effort. I I have some uh, software, but um, no, of course, right as we start being insensitive, another viewer hops in. <laughs> That's your fault. You're always insensitive. Well, that's um, true. That's true. No, um, so the whole entire like plot of it is, a uh, girl comes into a new school. And she's deaf, so of course the school has to accommodate for this, which is what you should do. You should, we shouldn't be an ableist society. We should accommodate and make the world like more inclusive for everybody. Equity, not equality. That shit. Justice, also. Uh, but fucking uh, main character kid, like they're in elementary school, he notices some shit, so he starts bullying her. But that bullying leads to like her leaving a bunch of bad shit happening in his life and he starts getting bullied by his other classmates because of it. And so... And that's the whole movie. That's the whole movie. That's the <laughs> whole that's movie. Right, but they do, a thing, <laughs> yeah. they do a thing as an adult. They show that he does not look people in the eye or look at people by putting X's on their face. Like, that's how they visualize it. Whereas in Kaguya-sama, they visualize it by no face. Yeah, I, I really like both of those styles because it kind of shows that they're nobodies in these people's eyes. but And not only are they nobodies, but they're afraid of what they could see. And Silent Voice, for anyone that wants to watch it, I haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. Uh, just look up Silent Voice. It also, they it's Netflix. They have the dubbed. We don't condone you watching dubbed anime, but we aren't going to stop you. Well, I mean, some dubs aren't. I say that. I watch dubbed anime every so often. I... 
That's a, that this that's another episode. We're at reaching an hour twenty minutes. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, save, I'll save that for another episode because I could go on this, about that. This whole entire episode, I love it. We got to talk about Orasuki a lot. I said Orasuki again. I mean, Oragaru. My teen romantic comedy snap through. You're, ta- you're talking about a different romantic comedy. <laughs> All the, so, their names are so similar. Um, but uh, any kind of final thoughts or anything you guys want to like leave with today? Anything you've been really watching? or Is this Jesse's Corner again? Are we ending every episode with Jesse's Corner? Let's I, go to Jesse's Corner. I just have a question. To the audience or to us? You. We talked about it earlier. We're gonna throw this back around to my hero. One. What power would you have? Ooh. And two. Where do you see yourself fitting in? Class one A in another class at a different school in the villain organization in the Yakuza that has also <laughs> villains. <laughs> Oh, start. Do you are, do you have a fully? Uh, I I, I have a question. I don't. But I have a question. Like, are these powers like powers that we've already seen in the show, or shit that we can just make up ourselves? Something probably believable in the universe, right? It's unbelievable. If you have, they like, come I, up with a lot of stupid shit in that show. But there's no like god power yet. No, well, other than one for all. Well, but even I mean, not even that has all been, for one. That's, even all for one has been beaten twice. All for one is just I punch hard. Just <laughs> don't, wait. Don't touch it. Uh, we, we before. Go ahead. Uh, I had got caught up on the manga, which I can't. Why I said last week about getting like turned down by my hero. I love it again. Anytime I start binging it, I love it. Um, it's such a good fun thing. Uh, but I think I would pick spider powers. Okay. But not like Spider-Man spider powers, kind of like Frothy, where my form is kind of spider-like. Um, and that's just right now off the top of my head. And I definitely, definitely be in class 1C. Okay. Is that support? Well, no, no, it's, it's a class that doesn't exist. Supporters yeah. have their own there. Well, thing. 1 is just their year, right? I'd be in 1B. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd be in class B. I think personally, I would probably either be a villain or an anti-hero because I I just don't buy into the whole idea of organized crime fighters because just like in real life, anytime you have one specific group of people who are the only authority and power, there's always corruption. There's always going to be issues that can't be solved. Um... um, um I think I would, Cap. yeah. Um, I think I would be either Yakuza or some sort of villain organization, and I don't know what my power would be because, you know, I'm physically strong, but I'm not insanely physically strong. I'm not. I'm I'm on the more intelligent end, but I'm not hyper intelligent to where I could be like some sort of mind reader. Would you Would you be? I'm uh, entirely unimpressively average. Would you be Would you be unquarked? No quark at all. Quarkless. Yeah. Uh, Which when when I say quirkless, that will mean you are like special. You're you're the special, special one for not being special. Special in the worst kind of way. Um, I don't know. I, I I think I could see myself in that quirkless sort of bitter anti-society, working to bring it all down from the back end sort okay. of role. I have a manga for you to read. The uh, spinoff manga, My Hero Vigilantes, mm. which is actually Loki kind of better than the original like it's technically a prequel hmm. uh, you need like 
it's got a lot of issues out for binging. You should read it. It's it's exactly what you're wanting. Like just bring down the whole system. Fuck everyone. You'd be stained. You'd be stained. Yeah, I, like like stain, but entirely less important. Like <laughs> like our podcast. <laughs> Jesse, what would you what would you be? I think I've never had a problem with school. It's just been super easy, so I've just coasted easily. So I feel like I would have probably went to UA, probably in class one at like A, all the way through. Would have had my own organization after a little while. But I just wouldn't, I would be so off the, I'd be basically like, people would want to intern with me. I'm Batman. And I feel like, <laughs> so I'd, I'd say I'd be, I'd, I'd be a registered hero, but I wouldn't do hero. Like, I wouldn't show up to the, to the meetings, the conferences. Like, if I show up, they're like, oh, fuck, you're here? That's crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, people see me in the blast. streets like, are you a hero? But it's like, hero. It's like, it's like this guy's here? Fuck Leave the block. He might destroy it. <laughs> like, an, like, like Endeavor, but like, I'm getting, not in me. I was going to say one punch vibes. From I this. was going to say an even more badass uh, eraser. Because eraser doesn't really want to do shit. He but does I, do shit, but he d- says he doesn't want to. Yeah, but, but I you feel actually like, not do shit. But I think my powers would be more from from one of my favorite animes of all time. Probably my favorite. If I had to choose one with a gun to my head, Hunter Hunter. I would say I'd, my powers would be something along the lines of Phaeton, which is the leader of the Phantom. Well, not the leader of the Phantom Troop, but besides the head, he's the, the strongest leg, leg, one of the original members. His power is basically, he is physically just himself, so I'd be kind of like Lemillion with like, you know, just be super like in shape to where like I don't need my powers really, but Phaeton's powers is basically as much damage he takes, he can basically then unleash it tenfold almost like basically the more damage you do to me the quicker you will die oh that reminds me of uh fire force um i can't remember his name but clap oh yeah um basically yep. every time he gets hit he just absorbs it into yeah. kinetic energy and then just releases it well see so he because yeah, cool, he, re- cool he reacts it but like phaeton is more of like it's not like one attack it's like i will take your onslaught and if it doesn't kill me like if it literally does not murder me in my like where I'm at, you are going to die. Because basically, Phaeton, what he can do with his power is, basically, he calls it Pain Packer. So after he's done taking enough damage, like he broke his arm in like one of the fights, he shows it. He literally gets into this dumbass looking suit where it's like he has like bunny ears and like <laughs> fucking boxing gloves. It's just—it's literally like a fucking. It looks like a, the police suit when they get bit by dogs almost. Oh yeah, the training padded yeah. suit. And then he summons a fucking sun. <laughs> so you literally, like, if you, because, like, basically when they showed in the anime, everyone has to fucking run away as soon as he gets, like, pissed off. Because he's like, if he does a special move, we will literally fucking die. We tried to watch it one time, and it was not bueno. <laughs> like, so, like, literally all the other bad guys Just had to scatter. <laughs> so I'm like, that's something I want, something OP where it's like, is this guy really a hero? It's like, well, he did. He did what he said. Like, he saved the day. But he kind of murdered anyone in a, you know, a block radius. <laughs> well. So it'd be like, I'd be a hero, but you'd need evacuation warning if I was going to fight. We, <laughs> we now know what each other's powers would be. I think I want to change mine, though, but we'll say no, that. No, you're Spider Boy. I'm Spider Boy. I, I wanted to be Rubber Boy instead. Mine is always <laughs> self-deprecating uh, and depressing. Like, I'm not special. I just hate everyone. We need to start wrapping up. Um, Before we go, uh, 
Is there anything you guys want to plug? Any, uh, like, your social medias or anything uh, that you're doing? My life is so entirely unimpressive. I work 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, essentially, and I come home and watch anime and drink alcohol. Well, okay, I guess we'll just plug, after that, I guess we'll just plug our uh, new Twitter. Hey, follow us on Twitter, uh, uh, unnamed... Uh, at the unnamed anime, because everything else. Is <laughs> because we're producing an anime, apparently. Yeah, because, <laughs> because well, we we discussed that at the top of the podcast. We're producing an anime. Uh, the the at the unnamed anime. I will tweet, ask you guys questions, uh, set up polls, and throw up whatever memes that I find out. It will most likely be a meme heavy Twitter. Maybe one night I'll get really drunk, steal the password from Brogan, and just post some depressing ass dark shit. I'll be honest, I think I forgot the password. <laughs> but yeah, maybe, maybe shit like that will happen. Who knows? It's an adventure. We're having an adventure here because, hey, you know what? Peace, love, and anime! Ooh-woo. Ooh-woo. Ooh-woo! Oh, jeez. Ha <laughs> ha.